You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. If you want to save 25% off of an awesome prenatal vitamin that has the form of folate that, in my research, I found to be ideal, plus it has omega-3s and DHA, so you're going to be knocking out both of those requirements in just one vitamin. I'll put a link to the vitamins with the promo code in the show notes, and it's also on the resources page of the website. Last week, we talked about drinking tea during pregnancy and went through some teas that are beneficial and generally recognized to be safe to drink during pregnancy, and also talked about some teas that you may want to avoid. So if you'd like to check that episode out, if you missed it, that was episode 85. This week, we are talking about how to find out what skincare products are safe to use during pregnancy and what ingredients you should be avoiding. We use a ton of products every single day. Just think about everything that you put on your hair and on your skin from the moment that you step into the shower to the moment that you step out your front door. Think about it. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, shaving cream, lotions, face wash, toner, moisturizer. It just never ends. It's an endless list. We often don't think too much about the ingredients that are in these products, but just because something is available to buy on a store shelf doesn't mean that all of the ingredients in it are safe. Of course, during pregnancy, we want to be even more cautious about what we are putting on our bodies. I know how difficult it can be to try a ton of different products just to find one that you like. I am not saying that you need to throw away every product in your bathroom and start over or that you need to replace everything with coconut oil. A simple way to cut down on the amount of chemicals that you are exposing yourself and your baby to would just be to cut down on the amount of products that you're using. And as you run out of products, maybe you can opt for safer products the next time that you buy something. An amazing resource that I refer people to all the time is the Environmental Working Group's Skin Deep website. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes, and I used their website as a huge, huge resource for this episode. The Environmental Working Group has combined all kinds of databases and studies, and they compile a ton of resources and information into rating beauty products for your skin, hair, all kinds of stuff. One really cool function of the Environmental Working Group's database is that you can type in the name of any product, like the face wash that you use or the shampoo you use, and it's going to give you a safety score for that product based on the ingredients. This is a really great shopping tool and a good tool to evaluate the products that you are currently using, and it's going to rank them on a score of 1 to 10, with 10 being the most harmful. So you really want to opt for products with lower scores. This database works really great if you're looking up one specific item, but it can be a little bit overwhelming if you're just looking under a broad category like shampoo, which is going to list hundreds and hundreds of products. If you're looking for a new product, 
I would recommend just try typing in maybe a brand name that you like and see what the scores are of their different products. Or just scroll through a few pages of the products with those lower, safer ingredient list scores and maybe look for some brands that you're familiar with that may pop out at you. The first thing that you should know is that not every ingredient is going to be on the label. This is really frustrating for me. I feel like I should be able to know exactly what is included in any product that I'm buying. Ingredients that are considered trade secrets or fragrance do not have to be listed, and this can include a multitude of chemicals that are not proven to be safe and even some that are proven to be harmful. The FDA doesn't review the majority of ingredients in skin and hair care products. While the European Union has banned over 1,000 ingredients, this is a huge number in comparison to the ingredients banned in the U.S., Unfortunately, in the United States, we just don't have as high standards when it comes to ingredients and skin products as some other countries do. Like I said, that Skin Deep website is a great tool to help you find what products are safe. But let's talk about some ingredients that you may want to avoid when you're shopping for products. So if you are just at the grocery store or Target or wherever, you're going to want to look at the ingredients on any skin or hair care product that you're using and look for some of these ingredients, which are ones that you want to avoid. And I'm also going to put a list of these in the show notes. And show notes for this episode can be found at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 86. The most common ingredient that can be a big red flag is fragrance. While fragrance is listed on the ingredient list, the specifics of what this includes is not disclosed, and it can include a long list of different compounds. These compounds are often hormone disruptors and allergens, and fragrance is in just about everything from hair products to skin products and even things like baby wipes, diaper cream, baby shampoo. A good rule of thumb is going to be to opt for products that are fragrance-free. Another thing that you want to avoid is vitamin A compounds. This includes retinal palmitate and retinal acetate and retinol. Just as a disclaimer, it is possible that I'm butchering some of these names, so I'm trying my best. And like I said, I will put a list of all of these in the show notes. The problem with vitamin A compounds is that studies show that when they're applied to sun-exposed skin, the compounds can increase skin sensitivity. Sunlight also breaks down that vitamin A to produce toxic-free radicals that can damage DNA. These ingredients are widely used in sunscreens, skin lotions, anti-aging products, lip products, and makeup. The next item on the list to avoid is parabens. Specifically, you want to avoid propyl parabens, isopropyl parabens, butyl parabens, and isobutyl parabens. Basically, anything with the word paraben in it. (laughs) Parabens are estrogen-mimicking preservatives that are widely used in cosmetics. And these can disrupt the endocrine system, which is your hormone system. Just think about all of the crazy things that are already going on with your hormones during pregnancy. So if we can do anything to avoid further disruption to the system, probably the better off we're going to be. And parabens have also been found to cause reproductive and developmental disorders. 
It is becoming more common to see labels that advertise that products are paraben free. So that's also a good thing to look for on the product label. You want to avoid PEGs and polyethylene compounds. These are synthetic chemicals that are frequently contaminated with 1,4-dioxane, which the U.S. government considers a probable human carcinogen, and it readily penetrates the skin. And these are chemicals that are most commonly found in hair products. Phthalates is another thing that you should try to steer clear of during pregnancy. A number of studies indicate that phthalates can damage the male reproductive system. And pregnant women should avoid nail polish containing debutyl phthalate. Many products with fragrance listed on the label, which we talked about, may also contain phthalates. Like parabens, it's becoming more and more common to see products with a note on the label that it is phthalate-free or contains no phthalates. A chemical that may be in your nail polish that you want to avoid because it's a potent neurotoxicant is toluene. And this can act as an irritant, it can impair breathing and cause nausea. And when you're pregnant, there's a concern that it may impair fetal development. Formaldehyde is another ingredient that you want to avoid. This sounds like an obvious one, and this is considered a known human carcinogen. And it's also an asthmogen, a neurotoxicant, and a developmental toxicant. So definitely an ingredient that you want to avoid. The use of formaldehyde has declined, but it's still found in some hair straightening products and some nail polish. And gel manicures tend to be higher in formaldehyde than just your typical bottle of nail polish. This takes us right to formaldehyde releasers, which are chemicals that you probably guessed it release formaldehyde. This includes bronopole, DMDM, hydantoin, diazolidinol urea, and quaternium 15. These are chemicals that are used to prevent bacteria from growing in products. And keep an eye out because bronopole and that DMDM hydantoin can be found in baby wipes. One thing you want to keep in mind with sunscreen is that you should be trying to avoid oxybenzone. This is a chemical that's used in sunscreen that absorbs ultraviolet light, and it's been linked to irritation, sensitization, and allergies, and also may disrupt the hormone system. Boric acid and sodium borate are chemicals that disrupt hormones and harm the male reproductive system, which I know that may not affect you, but these are sometimes found in diaper creams, so probably not something that you want to be using on your baby. And the last ingredient that I want to talk about on this list of ones to avoid is triclosan and triclocarban. These are antimicrobial pesticides in soap, and they can even be in toothpaste, and it can disrupt thyroid function and reproductive hormones. The good news is that the FDA banned these substances, and as of September this year, manufacturers must remove them from their products. But there may still be some products on store shelves with these ingredients, so you want to avoid them, but they should be disappearing. Well, that was a lot of really big, long words, some of which I probably didn't pronounce correctly, and I don't expect you to memorize this entire list of chemicals to avoid, and like I said, they will be listed in the show notes. I want to give you some simple tips that are very easy to remember when you are shopping for new skin and hair care products. 
The first is look for a short list of ingredients with mostly words that you can pronounce. A long list of complicated words doesn't automatically mean that it contains harmful ingredients, but it's probably more likely. Natural doesn't mean anything. This is not a regulated term, so just because a product says that it's natural does not mean that it's safer. Organic is good, but many products do not contain 100% organic ingredients, and it's still probably a good idea to look at the full ingredient list, even if you're buying something with organic on the label. Another really simple tip is to opt for products that are fragrance-free, and this is going to cut down on a lot of those questionable additives. You can always cut down on the amount of products that you're using or how often you're using them, at least while you are pregnant to cut down on some of your chemical exposure. I know that a lot of times skincare products can be expensive, and it sucks to pay $20 or more for a small bottle of something that you try and do not like at all. Some stores, like health food stores that carry skincare products, will let you test products in the store. So if you can test something and decide whether or not you like it before you spend $10 or $20 or even more on a product, that's going to be helpful. And then if you can find a brand that you like that overall doesn't use a lot of questionable ingredients like we talked about today, you are pretty safe buying products from that brand without having to comb through ingredients for hours before making a purchase. And if you're looking up some new products on that Skin Deep website from the Environmental Working Group, it may be easier to sit on your computer at home and compare some products on Amazon and look them up on that Skin Deep site before you're heading out to the store. And of course, you can always ask your doctor or midwife on what they would recommend you avoid for skin and hair care products, or ask them about a particular product that you're using if you have any questions about it. To recap today's episode, we talked about the ingredients that you want to avoid during pregnancy in your hair and skin care. And we also gave you some tips on cutting back on some of those chemicals that you're exposing yourself to and some tips when you are shopping for new skin and hair care products. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Pregnancy Podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 86. You can find me on Twitter at Preg Podcast or Pregnancy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also join me in the Pregnancy Podcast community on Facebook. And don't forget, if you want to save 25% off a really high quality prenatal vitamin that also has DHA, go to the show notes or the resources page of the Pregnancy Podcast website and check out that prenatal vitamin. And you'll also find a promo code that you can use to get 25% off.